Trojaniskatsi. Welcome to the 10th episode of the Gavin and Ruby Girl Movie Podcast. Whoa. Whoa. We're in the double digits. We're in the double digits. Crazy. Uh, Yes. Oh my God. That's absolutely insane. I didn't think this would last two weeks with Ruby Varallo's idiotic statements. I could say the same about you. Jeez, man. That's a little rude, don't you feel? Hmm. Who started it? Coming at me right in the first, like, 30 seconds. Well, when do I not? True. True. You kind of deserve it, honestly. Uh, Okay. I'd say. (laughs) This is a lot. After the buffoonery you pulled at the theater, which we'll talk about later. What buffoonery did I pull at the theater? Oh, they'll hear and they'll, and they'll, they'll shame you. What? I didn't even know. You know what, Ruby? Let's. Let's table this and talk about it later, okay? Okay. Okay. Yeah, well, anyways, welcome back to the Gavin and Ruby Go to a Movie Podcast. This episode is probably two movies you've never heard of, which is um, great. Uh, you, you know what? These movies, they are both interesting movies. I can say that much. Yes. Um, the quality varies a bit, but you know we'll talk about that, eh? Hmm. Okay. We'll talk about that. But this week we've got uh, Koyada Scotty, uh, directed by, um, oh my god, I usually I just know the director's names just from like existing. I think it's awesome, by like Reggio. God, yes, Godfrey Reggio. It's a documentary. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about it in like five seconds. And then the other film is Ruby, why don't you introduce it? It's A Long Walk, the, which is directed by Maddie Doe. No, it's A. Nope, The Long Walk. No. Yes. $5 bet Wait. right now. I'm okay. Do you bet it? $5? Yep. $5 to me if I'm right. Okay. Okay, go look it up. No! No, Boom. that's five dollars <laughs> in the bag. I could have increased my price. Should have the long walk because I remember when I was looking at this movie, I kept mixing up if it's a long or the long. Yeah, well, you <laughs> said it was like a Stephen King thing. I was like, I didn't think they made a the long walk movie. No, which is, they didn't. Yeah, it's separate, but this is also horror, so it kind of fits in. Anyways, it's the second movie. Never heard of that one in my life, but I have heard of Koyanis Katsi. But Ruby, any anything you wanna you wanna talk about real quickly? I don't know. I'm I just got back from vol. I just asked you a question. I'm gonna keep going. I'm gonna keep rambling. Mm-hmm. I, just, I just got back from volunteering at the library for the two hours. Awesome. Yes. Uh, but one book I saw there was called the Epic Bible, and oh boy, does it was oh it epic? Boy. I just I just looked into it for five seconds. It was really funny. <laughs> I audibly laughed in the library when it was like silent. So I'm sure everyone there, yeah. appreciated that. Yeah, it was a good time. And Ruby, you you were trying to do this library program, and then yeah, I was, and then I forgot about it, dude. And then I tried to email a... to weasel my way in, and then they said no. <laughs> wouldn't that be awesome if you if we were working together at the library? I know, I know. Yeah. Too sad. I also okay. saw my director at the library. No so, way. Yeah, crazy. 
Did you show them the Epic Bible? No, I did not. Share the good word. I would not. <laughs> I'm not gonna do that. All right. Anyways, Ruby, you got anything you want to say? Anyways, I don't know if I have anything I want to say. I've been driving this weekend a lot. I had my oh, driver's yeah. ed course yesterday. I did. How I've been was driving that? it up. Crazy. I could yeah. get into a whole tangent, but I won't. But no, go it ahead. Was, it was go ahead. wild. No, I can't. Like I, I can't. I know it's like eight hours long. And you just have to sit there. Yeah, you just sit there and they show you videos of people being brutally killed. <laughs> like okay, <laughs> that's really nice. Okay. But this is you. Like oh my god, it's oh, I can't get too far into it because I'll just go on forever. But it was wow, okay. it was an experience. But it's over now and. Now I'm just a pro driver. Really? No, actually, I'm a bit of a speed demon. I go <laughs> way too fast. Oh my god! Ruby, Bar- watch out for Ruby really Barrel on the streets. Yeah, I know, but it's fine. I'm like not bad. Like I won't like crash <laughs> into anyone. <laughs> Sometimes I, I just get a little. That. I'm a little quick. I'm a little speed. Yeah. Anyway, do you do the big toe method? Big toe method? Yeah. It's I have you, no have to, you, you, you have to pretend like, even though you have your full foot on the pedal, you have to pretend like you're only using your big toe on it. So you mm. don't just, you know? Yeah, that's actually kind of smart. Yeah, so maybe employ that strategy next time. Mm. Thank you for yeah, sharing the wisdom. I am almost over this cold. Um, <laughs> bless. Yeah, bless. Yes. I've got I've got some water with me today, you know, good old water. Me too. Me Man, too. I, dude, some cold water. Mm. Mm, too good. Sometimes you just can't beat the classic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the classic. Yeah, the necessity more like. Wow, I'm sorry if anyone heard me just drink water on there. That's disgusting. Anyways, no, I heard it loud and clear. Oh, I'm so sorry. Anyways. I might edit that out. Um, okay. Anyways. Uh, first movie, as I brought up, my pick this week, I know it's horror movies, um, and this is, doesn't really seem like horror, but it's about the horrors of society. Uh, this is a movie called, if I'm pronouncing this right, I believe it, uh, Koyanis Katsi. It is, Mm -hmm. uh, directed by, God, Godfrey Reggio. Yes. Godfrey Reggio, uh, produced by Francis Ford Coppola director of the godfather and apocalypse now the best movie of all time it's a documentary about uh actually i'm i'm just gonna read word for word what the description says takes us to locations all around the u.s and shows us the heavy toll that modern technology is having on humans and the earth boom um it's it has no narration it is purely uh video and sound and a soundtrack by the uh amazing philip glass who d- who has also done one of the best scores for one of my favorite movies mishima a life in four chapters which also has an amazing score and yeah uh i think this movie is fantastic i loved it a lot Mm-hmm. Oh, it's yeah, so good. Yeah, I agree. Wow. When I, I first read that there was no dialogue or no words in it, I was a little hesitant. But after watching it, it is really good and really captivating because oh, that was my yeah. main thing. I was like, 
90 minutes, no talking. Like I'm going to be bored out of my mind, but it was actually like, I was thoroughly invested in it. Well, but dude, like, um, the, the creation sequence from tree of life, like it made me think of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, dude, so good. Oh my God. Oh, it's phenomenal. Just, I wonder, here's my question. I wonder how much of it was digitally, uh, shot. Because there's a lot of very uh, difficult to capture shots in here. Like, mm -hmm. I, I, we won't have a spoiler section for this, but there's a there's a shot of like a missile. Um, mm -hmm. And it's a long tracking shot. And I'm just like, how long? And there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of like, how how difficult was that to accomplish? Or was there any digital like editing or anything? And also, there's a lot of uh, shots of things going in fast motion. So I, mm -hmm. I just, I just, I, I just imagine being behind that camera and just slowly tilting the camera for like 50 minutes. Like, oh, true, yeah, so, yeah. Oh I don't God. know. I didn't look too far into. I should have looked more into how they shot this. Yeah. but I have. Let's see. I saw this quote from the director. And he said, it's up to the viewer to take for themselves what the film means. Oh, I, but then he followed yeah. that up with, sorry, these films have never been about the effect of technology of industry on people. It's been, oh my God, I'm trying, I wrote this out like handwritten. I can't even read my own Jeez, um, well, handwriting. <laughs> I know for both of these movies, I wrote a full oh. page of notes, but because I just, I did I don't not. Know, I was feeling retro. Anyways, um, Let's see. It says it's been the everyone politics, education, things of the financial structure, yeah. the nation state structure, language, all that exists within the host of technology. It's not that we use technology. We live technology. So I thought that was yes. interesting that it was oh, not true. on the effect of technology on people. It's just how technology has become so crucial to like our daily lives. Oh, yeah. Well, to me, uh, I don't know. I think it's I think it is a criticism of industrialization a little bit but also acknowledging the necessity of some technology. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know. I, th I, I think it's interesting. This movie opens with um, shots of a canyon. I believe it is what you call it. A canyon yeah, valley yeah. Yeah. of some sort. Uh -huh. And um, it, it's, it's really, it's a very well shot movie. And uh, we just kind of look at these canyons for like 20 minutes with some great music, 15 minutes to be charitable. And then it moves, to, I'm just going to give a summary, and then it moves to these clouds. Mm -hmm. And then from the clouds to the water and to the water to the machine and then the machine to industry, which my favorite, I don't know about you, but my favorite part of this movie was, um, this. I, I've been listening to the soundtrack, the song from the soundtrack is called The Grid. Um, my favorite part was that like twenty minute long segment of uh New York. Yes. Dude. I love that part. Oh my god, it it's so, so good. good. Oh, it's so, so good. good. <laughs> oh wow. And the music, dude. Oh, the music was perfect. Absolutely. It fit like every single oh, it was really good. Oh my god. And it was all going in fast motion. I was just like, yeah. This is awesome, which I, I don't know. And it was so cool. Like, 
there's a big motif in this film of motion and it, its role and how it, how it plays. Like we see the clouds moving naturally at the beginning and then the water moving and then the buildings moving down because they've started, mm-hmm. there's a whole part about blowing up buildings and it's all about movement and connection and how we, we as a world, like we strive for constant movement, constant stimulation of this and that and this and that and every which way. And, and, and um, it's in juxtaposition to the very beginning of the movie where we just get these static shots of these canyons. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it's, I don't know. It's, it's calm. It's, there's definitely commentary on in there about the negative effect of technologies and movements even. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. There's negative. Yeah. Sorry. Yes. The last, the last, the uh, last 10, 15 minutes of this movie, it plays a song prophecies it's called um and prophecies is actually in watchmen when the whole dr manhattan sequence did you recognize that i told you about that right yeah but i told you i don't remember anything from watchmen Watchmen is so good anyways uh yeah it uses song prophecies and and it has a missile blowing up uh and it's oh it's really like something it's really something this movie is a lot to process mm-hmm. and then also like i don't know not a lot because there's a lot of besides that one new york city sequence there's not a lot to really think about well yes there yeah is. there's well, just not there a lot is. to process visually it's like a nature True. documentary and then it's like this is how nature connects to the real world and everything and it's great you go ahead ruby i've been rambling for too long mm-hmm. No, you're good. I think my favorite part of this is that it is so open to your own interpretation, as the director said himself. Um, And then also, I thought it was interesting that it is definitely like a criticism of the new industrial kind of world, but it also makes the technology like forward world look really beautiful because of the way it's shot, which is interesting that it's a criticism, but it also kind of beautifies it in a way just because of how it's shot. So it's like, is it fully a criticism? I yeah. don't know. But, um, yeah. Go yeah. ahead. Sorry. No. Go. Okay. No. My last thing is, <laughs> and I also like that it doesn't have any language in it at all because oh, yeah. I also have I have another quote from the director who oh, says, wow. "From my point of view, our language is in a vast state of simulation. It no longer describes the world in which we live." And I thought that is super interesting. And I think any type of dialogue in this would distract from like just taking no, in but... the shot and visually and so i liked the choice to keep it well, okay keep it quiet but here I, I i appreciate that but here's what i found this is not a criticism or anything of what he's saying but they mm. do use like language as symbolism like uh in one of the new york shots is a bunch of businessmen walking and in the background it says the grand illusion mm-hmm. which is it feels like you have to have some like consciousness and aware and like awareness of that. And um, also the, the, there was like a Broadway sign that was like glowing up. And I found that interest. I like, it does use language in a way, Mm -hmm. but yeah, no, it does. I mean like spoken language. Like I know that 
I appreciate the bit of just literal language, but I mean like literal like dialogue. Dialogue. I think. Okay. Is yeah, well, how I should have put that. But well, I think the director. I think you are thinking a different thing from the director, and I agree with you. But the I would think what the director is saying is that any use of language, even written, is um. What do you say? What do you say? You being humiliated. Yes, in a vast state of humiliation. No, that's interesting. That's a great quote, actually. No, mm -hmm. but yeah, yeah, yeah. I love this movie. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was fire. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to touch on that city sequence again because oh my god, it's so good. It oh, is my really eyes good. were just like, oh, what's going on? It, it here's what it kind of felt like to me. Uh, and this was before I heard I I read the name of the song title, which is the grid. But it almost felt like the world was kind of like a computer, you know, mm -hmm. and and all the the there's multiple shots of cars streaming past, creating in the darkness, creating like lines and light of light, and it feels like the wires being connected in this greater machine, or even if you want to talk about like on a human standpoint, the veins of a mm -hmm. human all connecting and everything's together. It, yeah definitely and just very beautiful very beautifully shot a great like story i don't know it's whew. everything whew. flows into each other that the mm -hmm. air flows into the water or the clouds flow in the water the water flows into this the water flows you know you know what i mean exactly yeah no everything seems so beautiful and the last little shot is just like oh the, God. there's five well there's the last shot visually and then like they have the little slate at the end of the five different definitions of the title i don't know if i'm probably gonna butcher the pronunciation but and so some of them are like crazy life life in turmoil life out of balance stuff like that and it seems like i don't know it's an interesting contrast because everything in the movie despite the fact that like it's a busy city or something there's also like kind of a state of peacefulness to it in my opinion and maybe that is because it's the score yeah but it doesn't feel i don't know like some of them were one of the definitions was life like disintegration and stuff like that and oh, it's just interesting that. the contrast between that and the actual content of the film yeah well it's uh let me think about that for a second. Um, you talk for a second. I'm I'm thinking about that right now. Okay. Um, what should I talk about? Well, I thought this was interesting that this is your horror pick um, because it's been very specific about having horror thriller aspects to all our yeah, well, movie I thought, recs. Well, from what I've heard, this was like, like a horrors of society. So I was wrong. Sorry. It also no, is a little. It's okay. it, is, it is unnerving in the last bit. Yeah, no, I'm. I'm not <laughs> criticizing you. I'm just observing because you've been very, very specific that we have to have horror movies, and I thought this is kind of an an unconventional pick, but well, yeah. one that I was glad to watch because I very much enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Koyana Scotsy, Life Out of Balance. I guess what it's saying is that like nature. We are out of balance of nature. And mm -hmm. um, I don't know. It's affect it. It's just saying it's just kind of saying 
it is that there is an effect and it's mm-hmm. potent and we shouldn't we shouldn't ignore that there is an effect on us mm-hmm. whether that be good or bad like we we shouldn't ignore that there's bad effects and we shouldn't ignore that there's good effects yeah no for sure one of the notes i had was like saying something about we don't really live like with nature anymore we only use it to kind of fuel the world that we created and so i guess you could say that that's out of balance because we're not still like in touch with nature we're more just utilizing it for our own technological like benefit yeah and and the movie does end i think telling you that yes technology is great but you need to pay attention like you need to pay attention to it or it's gonna get or it's gonna ruin the world like with a missile interesting yeah no me too because i was kind of wondering what the interpretation of the ending would be because it's kind of full circle to the start too yeah which i thought was interesting yeah the the movie begins with a uh mural or like i don't know it's a like drawings on a rock and that yeah, ends with a it, different drawing on a different rock, right? Mm-hmm. And, and so the, I was wondering what that's trying to say. Is that trying to say we'll return back to Nate? Like I don't, I don't know. It's. Uh, I think it's just saying it's still there. But the first drawing. Hang on. Let me actually. Let me go to. Let me look it up. The first drawing is of. Uh, there's like one figure that's bigger than all of the others. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I and think the, so, yeah. And then the last drawing is like everyone's kind of on the same level a little bit. I don't know. Yeah, that could be saying. I honestly, like, I didn't, I should have looked yeah, yeah, the first, more observant with that. I'm pulling mm-hmm. up. The first drawing has like this big like figure and everyone surrounding it. And then the last drawing is everyone a little more equal. But it points up. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. And yeah, the I, ending yeah. was the part that that made my mind hurt the most out of this movie because I feel like everything else is pretty. You get it, like you understand what's happening. But yeah. then the ending, I was like, hmm, I'm unsure of the meaning of it. Yeah, well, it cuts from the uh, the city, the New York segment to. And it goes deeper into new, it slows everything down and it shows like some um, like unfiltered emotions of some of these people just walking around on the street. And the music gives a sense of general like dread and unhappiness. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and prophecies, the last song has like a choir singing. Let me look up the translation. It is it's a warning. It's a warning. It's like if we continue to if we continue to like use this, we're all gonna like be ruined. So it is it is a little uh it's a it's definitely not like yeah, let's uh, climate change isn't real, you know? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. Y'all yeah, yeah, eat Tom so. eat. If we dig if we dig precious things from the land, we will invite disaster. Near the day of purification, there will be cobwebs spun back and forth in the sky. A container of ashes might one day be thrown from the sky. 
which could burn the land and boil the oceans. So that's what I'm, I'm thinking it's like, yeah, bombs and stuff. That's what's trying to say. The ashes that could come out of the sky. If we continue, oh, yeah. Yeah. If we continue, like, if we continue to just completely, like, harvest the earth, like, we're all gonna be ruined, is basically what it's saying. But it's not, it's not saying that we should, like, we need to stop, we need to get rid of all computers, we need to get rid of, rid of all big cities and factories. It's just saying, hey, we've got to be careful. Mm -hmm. Because now that, oh, because now that these technologies fuel our life, essentially, and our kind of because they're kind of our veins or our wires plugging us in we can't necessarily cut them off right now so what we have to do is we have to be careful with them the way we right. live right because the Cause, more dependent you get on them the harder it is to like lean away from them like the yes. farther you go into becoming like technology having being so crucial that it's hard to get back out of that. Yeah, kind of but right, control. right now we can't. Is what I think it's what it's saying. Mm -hmm. We're at a, or at least in the eighties, they were at a point where, and that's gotten worse now, where we can't really break free of, of, like, our use of technology. We, it's just saying we have to limit, what, what we're doing. I guess. Right. Oh yeah, this is a fantastic movie. Yeah, I love this. It really is. Uh, I mean, you wa you can watch this and get a completely different interpretation. Yeah, and that's what I like about it. Is there's not really a right or wrong interpretation. It's just however you take it. Yeah. Uh, oh, and I think this is important. The last shot of the humans we get before it cuts to the missile exploding. Uh, it's of the New York Stock Exchange. Did you know mm -hmm. that? Did you? Yeah, come on. You know yes. the New York Stock Exchange. Yes. Which is basically saying, it like, I guess we have to make trade-offs. Maybe that's what it's saying. Mm. Eh. Interesting. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. But yeah, no, uh, yeah, it's good. like yeah, we're we're like we're making. There's in life now. There's a constant trade-off between technology and like nature. Right. And exactly. In the. And the New York Stock Exchange exchanging money and for stocks and what have you. It's like, I don't know. Exchanging life for, I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying here. Well, yeah, this is getting deep. This is getting deep. I just deep. thought, ooh, this is society. Yeah, but little, no, it, that's it good. literally is society. Exchanging. I would recommend this movie. Oh, I would. Oh, sorry, I don't want to cut up your thought. No, 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 no. I'm thinking in my head. I, I can. Uh, what is it? What does Mister McCall say? Two track mind. Oh yes. Yes, yes. You're an AP psych, right? I am. All right, lit. Uh. <laughs> anyways, yeah. Mm, I guess money. It, it's kind of like. I don't know. Money comes from trees, right? Because paper. So it's just, uh -huh. I don't know. We're exchanging that life for like superficial gain, I guess, Oof. of like stocks. Yes. And, you know, 
I see. Wow. I I'm following what you're. Which saying. is horrifying. Horror. Whoa. Yeah, I think wow. both of our movies had a bit of a a twisted kind of horror to them, but. Well, okay. Uh, <laughs> I have a I have a sneaky little feeling our opinions on my rec are going to be different. Well, but... we'll see. We'll uh, anyways, we'll see. I give this film a ten out of ten. Closer to I an eleven. Too. Whoa. It's really fantastic. It is really good. I can't think of something I would really change about it. I liked it I mean, a yeah. lot. Oh, there's two other ones. There, it's a trilogy. Right, Apparently I the, saw that. The other two aren't as good, but... Yeah, so stick I to might, I might just watch them. Yeah, maybe I will too, but I kind of don't want it to be ruined for me if they're worse. I just want to stick with the good. But maybe I will. Yeah. All right. Well, go watch Koyanis Katsi. It's free. I watched it on uh, Hoopla. Hoopla. I watched Hoopla. it on Roku. Roku. Actually, I wa- I watched uh, The Long Walk on Roku. Whoa. The Roku kind of clutch. I don't even remember. I think I watched that on Tubi. The Tubi. Long Walk. <laughs> yeah, I love well, all my free, my free yeah, streaming services. That's what I was about to say. Literally, and I watched the House of Jack build on Tubi too. Me too. Oh, that's crazy! No kind of twinning right now. Kind of twinning. I have to say, so, so far, uh, <clears throat> uh, Roku is better than Tubi. IMO. Really? Yeah, I am really a preference. That no. ad's kind of throw me off. I'm not gonna lie, because I'm I really know. invested in the movie, and then it's some dumb well, ad, wasn't. but. Uh, the ad, well, the ads on Tubi, I don't know. I don't like the ads on Tubi. The ads on Roku, I prefer. Interesting. Yeah. I don't really have an ad preference. I just, hmm. Hmm. The ad breaks on the long walk. That was my time to ponder. That was movie. your time to ponder. So that I guess was I my time to freaking look at my phone. Whoa. Yeah. 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 You heard it. You heard me. We're well, so okay. dependent on technology. You're proving the point of the movie. I am. Well, yeah. Of Koyan's oh Katsi, at least. Well, mm-hmm. okay. Sure. Well, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am dependent on my phone. Who is not? I know. Everyone is. I'm on my phone right now to do this podcast. Dude. Oh, well, I'm on my computer, so. Yeah. Well. Loser. Okay. Loser much? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, Well, let's, let's get into the long walk. Ruby, this was your pick. Except, tell it. Tell us about it. Tell us about it. Okay. Buckle up, because I've got a lot to say. I wrote my whole little, my thing. Okay, so it's directed by Maddie Doe, who is Laos's first um, and only female Laos. Shoot, I I looked up a YouTube video on how to pronounce it, and then I I started, I already forgot. Laos. I think it's Laos. I'm, I let's just say it's Laos. Keep going. I'll look it up. Okay, because I looked up a video and I was like, because I was going between. Anyways, I'll say Laos for now until correct me if I'm wrong. But anyways, Maddie Jo is the first and only female director and first horror film director from Laos, and the screenwriter Christopher Larson is her husband. Um, that's kind of and he likes awesome. my review on what? Letterbox. By really? the way, mm-hmm. What do you say? I was like, oh my god. He didn't, Wait. Well, he didn't say anything. He just dropped a little like on it. Really? So I wish I said something more intelligent because my, my Wait, what, review what's was his not name? intelligent. Christopher Larson? 
And so then I was stalking his letterbox and he likes like a bunch of, I was like, I don't know, it made me feel so like, this is such a little oh underground God. fun little movie is, that I is... have direct interaction with the screenwriter. <sighs> kind of crazy. Well, I'm, I'm, if he's listening to this. I know, hey. I think I'm going to delete my review and repost it with the link yeah, to do that. this episode. Hey, I'm about to criticize your movie. I actually liked it. No. I liked it, but I'm about to criticize it, so just fair warning, okay? No, it's good. I hey, actually, I'm trying to get in the film industry. If you, if you want to, you know, like me up with, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Anyways, keep, continue, continue. Mm-hmm. But anyways, through stalking his letterbox, I actually found some interesting, exclusive content about the movie. But I'll get to that later. So for the plot, Ooh. the protagonist is unnamed, so I just call him old man. I hope that's not well, that's, ageist, that's but... no, that's that's what it is. Okay, good. So he's kind of known in the town as a medium. So he can like, people think he can talk to the dead and like find missing people. Because in the society, missing people are tracked with the microchips that are in everyone's arms. It's Laos. Laos. Okay, so I was right. Yeah, sorry. My apologies. No, it's okay. (laughs) It's okay. Because this is set, at least part of it is set in like a futuristic world. And so everyone has these little micro trips in their arms. And so the old man is a serial killer, but he's like an unusual serial killer because he thinks, at least initially, he thinks he's helping these women who are really sick, like end their own lives. He kind of guides them to suicide um, because he thinks that's like helping them. And like for one time he finds this young woman asks for help in finding her missing mom. And like he leads her to the body that he buried himself. So he kind of has this medium persona, but really he's the one who's killing him, which is kind of interesting. And then the second like really important aspect is the time travel of it. So 50 years ago, the old man like witnessed this woman's death. And ever since then, her ghost is always like with him and they take these long walks. Shout out to the title. Um, And Uh, with her help, he can travel... 50 years into the past to his childhood so a large part of the film is looking back to him like as a young boy um and through the time travel you can kind of see his motives for killing the sick women because his own mother died of a lung disease and as a kid he had to watch her really suffer especially in her last days and that's what kind of motivated him to assist i guess these women's suicides so he's kind of a complex guy, um, and this is a complex movie. As I was saying, every time the ads came on, I had to stop and think. I watched this one with my grandma, shout out, and we would just, like, what even just happened? It's like, there's a lot to decipher in, like, every shot of this, in my opinion. But Gavin, what is your what are your thoughts on this? Well, you know, I've been... It sounds like I've been hinting towards not liking this movie, but I actually did like this movie. I just only thought it was all right. See, Ruby, when I, uh, uh, I didn't pick up on any of the plot that you just said. I didn't pick up that that he was like a serial killer and he was trying to make them kill themselves. And I didn't understand why the girl did like was so sad and wanted to stay with him. I don't understand which, that. Which girl? The the one who's like, help me find my dead mom. Like, I didn't... 
because I think that's just who he was to the town is he was the one who could find yeah but why did she just stay in his house and like live around him constantly I don't know maybe she was desperate or just okay but she didn't act desperately I mean I can't tell you I'm honestly I'm trying to refresh my memory of what happened because I watched. Well, this, like, I watched this ago, earlier but... today, and I was just like, "Well, I don't know." Like, hmm. it's just like, yeah, it just didn't. And like, okay, this movie reminded me a lot of Uncle Boon Me, who can uh, see or really? remember his past lives. Yes, God, I was, forgot about that movie. Yeah, yeah, I, I believe that. That movie was filmed in Thailand, if I'm if I'm correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, Laos and Thai and Thailand are very close together, and and just the general house setting and the the scenery reminded me a lot of Uncle Boomy. But the reason I like Uncle Boomy better is because it tells it tells a story, but the story isn't like the most important part. If you're not paying attention to the story in this movie, you're going to be lost the whole time. And the metaphor of about grief, which this movie is really about, in my opinion, mm-hmm. will be completely lost on you. I think this movie just requires more context than Uncle Boomy does. Because it's a lot has to do with um, Laos culture. Because, does like, it? Laos culture... Mm-hmm. Well, no, because- a lot, in, a lot of it is about like okay. spirits moving on and like whether yeah, or not well, so is like, Uncle Boom. preserve it. Yeah, but whether or not pres- like preserving the body or burning it, I won't spoil the ending. But um, I think a lot of it has to do with that culture of can the afterlife and like what determines if your spirit moves on or not. And I think that's also where the horror comes in in this is because he's altered horror. the he's like preserving he won't let the spirits move on because he doesn't want anyone to be burned he wants everyone to be kept in this like world with him yes um and so i think the culture is like an important part of knowledge to know but no one would really i mean not no one but the average person probably wouldn't know that going into sure like a lot of the meaning of this movie i only gathered after researching it afterwards because well, that I, just, like, I don't I know, don't know that, that off the top be. of my head. I don't know if that should be the way. Then I feel like it should be universal. No, and I agree, but also like, if, does it have to be totally? I think there could be a theme. I, think I didn't even get that. Like, could be universal. I think but... you can parse out the themes without even looking into the culture. Well, parse out the themes if you have if you pay attention to the story because you can't. You can't follow anything that's going on. It's very difficult. Even for me, who, like, I love Tree of Life and everything, this movie was extremely hard to follow. The dialogue kind of, it kind of, I'm sorry if if he's listening because he's a screenwriter. The dialogue kind of, it feels, it jumps a little unnaturally, in my opinion. And I don't know, it it feels a little hobbled together. But I do, I, I do like this movie, I will say. I don't know. Yeah. No, I mean, I definitely agree that it's hard to follow because I couldn't really follow it without well, yeah. prior and re- like thinking about it during the ads and all that. But 
it was interesting. My honestly, one of my biggest critiques that I got some context through from Christopher Larson's letterbox is the use of the microchips in the futuristic world oh, as so... thinking like, what is the point of that? Like, what is that doing for this movie? Nothing. Um, but then I read he left a little comment that said, we needed a 50 year time gap for the boy to grow up into the old man and the Laos censorship board asked us not to set this story prior to their 1975 communist revolution. So Maddie and I decided to go 50 years in the other direction. Which is a little, it's interesting. It's an interesting little context to it, but I don't know. Okay. Yeah. It's stupid. I hate that part. Oh, so your audio? I know you just disconnected your AirPods, right? Yes, because they just died. Dude, you it's can tell. Ten times better. Seriously? Yes. Oh my god. Okay. Maybe I'll Maybe I'll change. But now I feel like I can hardly hear you. Really? Yeah. I'm because in the, in the AirPods, up. you're like blasting. You're so oh, really? loud. Well, and then in this, I can like hardly hear you. But if well, my audio is better, then it's better. Your so audio is a lot better. But can you hear me like legibly? I can hear you. I just okay. you're just a little faint little voice. Oh, you're really? like the voices in my head. What? <laughs> okay. Anyways, I thought that Maybe was an interesting little context, but I don't think okay. No, this it's is my so problem. stupid. Now that I I'm talking, I literally cannot hear you at all. I can't tell if I'm talking over you or not. <laughs> I'm gonna charge my AirPods. Okay. Anyway, invest in a speak. microphone. I do need to invest in a microphone. It's really bad. Because then I would yeah. have fine audio and also be able to hear you. The microchips are stupid, though. I, I don't understand it. Like, I know, but I like, don't think, yeah. You could set it 50 years ahead, but like, it doesn't need to have these weird micro, like, it creates like a, a whole unnecessary, like, special effect thing. And it doesn't like flesh out any world building or anything. It's just kind of dude yeah yeah i thought they were kind of trying to use it like they say something about how he has like an error on his or it's like expired or something and so i think that was trying to say something about like he's something about the time travel like he's not really he's been through this before and so he's not like he doesn't have the current microchip whatever but overall i think it was just it wasn't necessary to and it just felt kind of tacky like for the it just because the i actually i like the cinematography and just the vibe of the way that this was shot a lot oh yeah same i really like just took away from it yeah it's really pretty it's a really pretty movie and i i really yeah it's it's i mean it's well shot it's well lit i like a lot of the lighting in this movie and it's a little Mm -hmm. the scenery is beautiful um the child performance is pretty all right from the 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 kid, but yeah. overall, I just think it's kind of cluttered. I like the I like the parts of this movie where it's it's kind of not even like there's not even action happening. It's just kind of silent. Like there's mm-hmm. and there's not any story being given through the action. I just like the parts where it's just like the cinematography, the performances just sitting there and it's 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 an interesting concept for a movie and and the girl who the ghost who follows him throughout his life is endearing and you you question that but overall it just i don't know it, it, 
don't know. It just doesn't work for me. Interesting. Yeah. I think it's all right. Okay, I'm gonna get into the ending. Is this? I don't know if this is considered spoilers or not, but uh, we this is just... really neat spoiler section. No, I think I'm just gonna. Okay. So the end, he like he burns the younger self in his house. Yeah. Which um, is, well, he gets that's stabbed. Cool. Yeah, which is cool. Yeah, the girl who was like, yeah, my mom, please find my mom, stabs him because she's been sitting in that house so depressed. I don't understand. I had a thing about Dude. that, and I totally forgot it. Because I, I genuinely, like, movies leave my head so fast, even if I actually, like, really like them. I just can't remember what happened. Um, yeah, she was, she was, I kept forgetting, like, she was felt like she was supposed to be significant but she didn't actually hold that much significance Dude, yeah i don't know why she was there period like no but uh, anyways at the end he burns the boy and this is what i was saying earlier about burning versus leaving the body whole because at the end or wait let me read my little my paper. i can hear your papers i know um <laughs> In the, so, I don't know if we, I already mentioned this, but the ghost, the woman that follows him around, she never speaks. But at the end, um, she says that the boy only died once. And I think that's because he was burned. So, he got to move on. He doesn't have to stay in this um, life with him. And at the end, the ghost also, like, they interact again. But the ghost leaves the old man because he didn't get blah, blah, blah. <laughs> It's like a whole thing. This it's I'm trying to explain it and I feel like you can tell that I'm yeah. don't even fully understand it. But <laughs> yeah. I thought it was interesting. The woman, the ghost, she finally spoke at the end, even though she had been silent the whole time. And she then that kind of prompts him to admit that he was never really helping the women that he led to death. Um, because they didn't really ask for it. He just assumed he was helping them because of the pain he felt from watching his own mother die. Um, so that was a little interesting confessional. But I thought the ending, I actually really liked the ending. It was, yeah, I thought like, it was good. It was a big, whew. Yeah, I thought, the, I, end, I I thought the ending was the most endearing part of the whole movie, but I couldn't connect it to the rest of the movie. Like, yeah. It just, mm, yeah, the, the ending is really good, though. I thought it was, like, also burning, like, your grief and getting over that. Mm-hmm. And then that makes him have a realization. Yeah. Of that, oh, my God, what am I doing? Yeah, no, for know. sure. It's it's weird. And it, the movie does, it asks a lot of the viewer, I think. To just kind of accept this world and um, go along with it. Yeah, and, no, for sure. But like, I can get invested in that stuff, but I just, I wasn't invested in, in my opinion, like, because I just, I couldn't follow it. And because they were, they were trying to tell an interesting story, but when I can't follow the story, I can't, I don't know. No, I agree. It makes it a lot harder to get fully invested in something that you can't actually follow which is what happened to me too but like david lynch movies are like made to where like it's impossible to follow and i find those more endearing to parse the story out of because this the it it's hard to follow unintentionally i feel like maybe 
a, well, I, I feel like it is intentionally hard to follow a little bit, but I don't know. You, you can't, you just can't parse easily. You can't. And, yeah, that's yeah. interesting you made the David Lynch comparison because I saw that in a review that I was reading. Compare this to like a David Lynch type. Or they, they compared say, the old man character to a David Lynch character. Which David Lynch character? I don't, they didn't give a specific one. They just said like the type of David, the type of character. He is kind that of a Brady David Lynch was. character, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't watched any of David. Have oh. I watched David Lynch? No, you I haven't because you're a Billy. No, no, he's too scary. That is not, you're basing that off of like Inland Empire. months ago. You should I'm watch tougher now. Uh, maybe I will. I will. I have some of his stuff on my watch list. Just haven't actually good. watched it. Dude, he's so good. He makes great movies. Anyways, do you have anything else you want to say about this movie? I'm sorry if you're listening to this and you're like, hey, this guy sucks. No, no, no. It's a good movie. It's well shot, well, uh, well performed. It's just too hard to follow. And that it made me lose out on what I felt like could have been a good experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. I have the quote from the director said, describe this movie as her quiet supernatural science future, time traveling serial killer, Asian art house film. Um, and so even from her description, you can tell this movie is trying to accomplish a lot and yes. that can make it almost overly complex to the point where it's hard to follow at times, Yeah, at all times, honestly, it's difficult to follow, but I can still like admire a lot of the aspects of it. Like I still liked this movie it's mm-hmm. just so difficult that it's hard to be overly enthused by it yeah it's a, also one thing i want to say this guy just vapes for the whole movie the old man yeah man's just vaping the entire time he is i mean like he, it, would just, it, takes, it would be like a really like quiet cool. like serious scene and then just <sighs> i was like okay yeah, I don't know if that was for the aesthetics of it or if that was something about burnt. I don't know yeah, if there's a me deeper laugh. meaning or if it was just visually something. All right. Anyways, do you have any anything anything else you want to say? Because I'm kind of I don't, I don't have think much I to do. say because I couldn't follow it. Yeah. No, I think I'm I'm set. Yeah. Anyways, pretty visuals. Some really nice scenes in there. Individual scenes in there, but pieced together as a movie, it just didn't work. For me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to give it a 6 out of 10 closer to a 5 than a 7. Really? I'll yes. give it a 7. Okay. Closer to what seven. number? I guess closer to a 6, but pretty firmly What What are seven. your criticisms? What are more of your criticisms of the movie? Um, Honestly, just that it was hard to follow, and I think the micro-trip futuristic society yeah. thing did not work at all. Sure. That that I think that took away rather than added anything, and then just that it's it requires, like you said, it re- like asks a lot of the viewer to fully understand it, and I just it's hard to fully get behind and be very excited by a movie I can't really follow fully. Right. Yeah. I uh, I agree. And that's gonna bring us. Sorry, I just want to say sorry to this guy. I know we just trashed your movie, but. I am in say a, trashed. Well, not trashed, but like we we criticized your movie. But I I'm an up and coming filmmaker. Uh, uh, I I'd really like be interested in working with you in the future. Anyways, <laughs> uh, let, let's fake. move on to groovy news. 
Okay, wait. I'm putting my AirPods back in because I literally I oh, can hardly hear. Crazy. I'll suck my audio quality. Oh yeah, now it sucks. Wow, everyone's Seriously? saying "Ooh, Ruby." Why does that actually make a difference? Oh god. I thought that's supposed to make it better, but now no, I can hear doesn't. you again. Anyways, groovy news and just a reminder: you can skip this part. You can skip any part of this podcast that you'd want. You have free will. We are going to be talking. Yep, we are going to be talking about a movie that me and Ruby saw on uh, last Friday. It's called mm-hmm. At the Terrace for Groovy News. We're we're gonna try and do a brief uh, discussion about this. It's called Triangle of Sadness. It's directed by Ruben Ostland, uh, director of Force Majeure, which is great, and The Square. Uh, it's a it's and it's about influencers who go on this cruise and the cruise gets goes awry yes you know what i actually want to tell actually ruby how about you tell Mm -hmm. this shameful story of what happened at triangle of sadness what's the shameful story baby oh okay (laughs) so once the terrorist or not once the day once the movie finished i was standing in the lobby looked up and who do I see? I thought it was baby. I think she says it Ariel, not Ariel, oh, like dude, the mermaid. Uh, I want to respect baby Ariel, actually. Baby so Ariel. anyways, I saw her and I was like, there is no way that I just saw baby Ariel, my musically queen. I used to love her. And so I looked up on Instagram and I saw she was in Charleston. I was like, oh, my God, it's 100 percent her. And then I chickened out of getting a picture with her. Uh, she was, she was okay. You didn't get a picture with her either, though. No, because I didn't know her. Okay, I don't know her. I just know her from musically. I used to well, watch. I didn't. Her little I didn't tutorials. know her. Like, period. You knew of her. I know, but okay. She was walking out. She was with a group of people. If she was just standing there, a hundred percent, I would have gotten a picture. But she was on her way out, so I didn't want to disturb. Dude, who cares? But. I honestly, I doesn't, I was like, I really regretted it afterwards, but now I don't even really care because I'm just glad that I saw her because what would make it even worse if if I saw that post on her story because she posted a picture of the vomit bag. If I saw that and I knew that we were in the same theater and I didn't see her, that would kill me. But at least I saw her. And so like, I'm content. Also, I saw this one. I haven't told you this yet. I saw this woman. She left the movie and then she came back. And so I saw the front of her face when she was walking back to her seat. And I was like, oh my God, she looks so familiar, but like, I can't put a finger on it. She must just be like one of my friend's moms and I just can't remember who. And then afterwards, I was like, I know who that is. And so I looked up baby Ariel's mom and it was her. And I recognized Dude. her from this video that I used to watch where Ariel taught her mom how to make musicalies. And I remembered her face from that. And I was oh like, my oh my God. God. This is so crazy. Anyways, that was the most wild, crazy experience of my entire life. I've never even, like, witnessed someone. Actually, I've... Baby... <laughs> Billy Collins called me cute when I was, like, three. And then I saw him read <laughs> at school a couple months, like, let's say, last Yes, because everyone knows but... who's, who Billy Collins is. Yeah. Listen, Billy no Collins shit. is famous. No, he's no, the he's most not. famous poet in America. Uh-huh. He's How many followers does he have on Hollywood. Instagram, Ruby? Does Instagram followers mean everything? Yes. Maybe to the people in Triangle of Sadness, but not oh, in real life. 8,000 followers. Okay, he's just a little underground. 
I actually, I'm a bit of a hater of him, so really? I don't want to be defending him. Yeah, I think his poetry is kind of bad, but what? Um, what is wrong with his I won't poetry? get to it. I think it's well. I don't think his poetry is bad. I think some of it is really, really basic, under the disguise of being. Um, what's the word? What's the, oh? I can't remember the word of being like of people being able to understand it. Okay, it's killing me that I can't remember the word for that. But I think he like his poetry is so simple to the point where it's like, is this even? skill he was reading these little one-liners at the reading and i was like girl these look like if you looked up like funny puns on google and it was just like i don't i'm sorry this is really really off topic Jeez, yeah. i don't hate billy collins and i think some of his poems are great i think overall his poetry is really basic and he just hides it under being okay like, Ooh, i make understandable poetry but is it really two-time poet laureate worthy no in my opinion but anyways, that was a Jesus really big Christ. digression. Triangle of Sadness, oh, wild, God. crazy movie. Yeah, well, very. I I love this movie. I really liked it as well. Yeah, oh, I wow. thought it was really it's a so fun good. time, except for oh. the twenty minutes straight of vomiting that I okay. could not watch. Okay, that was the most I've laughed in a theater in so long. You I got a clap. Tackling. It made me clap. I went. Dude, it, it was, was so funny. How I I would open my eyes know. for one second and I immediately fell ill. That's why I had to like literally I could not look for most of that because it's just like it is the most graphic like vaunt. It's Dude, just, no, it's it just not. goes on it's, and on and on. No. It, it from what my little snippets of when I would flash my eyes. It looked open, like orange juice. It looked like shut up. But not like I can't hear that. Like they could have made it chunky so or something, nasty. but they Shut didn't. Up. I'm gonna like leave the call. <laughs> it make I can't do it. They give you they give everyone who gets a ticket like a little vomit bag, which is kind of yeah, cute actually. Cute. I I still have mine because I didn't. Throw I have up mine in it. too. I we had a couple either. leavers at our screening. Yeah, I considered taking a little trip to the bathroom, no, a little dude. break. But so then I knew funny. you would hate on me. But yeah, it was. Oh it my was god, this funny movie's so other, funny. And I enjoyed it. Like I was. It was a long movie. It was like two and a half hours. Yeah, I, 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 dude, I had to pee, but I held it. I was like, Me I gotta too. see. I gotta see every last joke, every last criticism yeah. of capitalism. But oh my god, right? God. Wasn't it yes. so good? It was poignant. It was hilarious. It was well shot, well acted. Everything was fantastic about this movie. I'm pretty I sure agree. it's perfect, in my opinion. Yeah, no, I loved it. I thought I it was know. good. I mean, so the only good. thing I could dock it on is the the excessive vomiting, well, the but thing that's is, personal you just, viewer thing. The thing that's you just just me personally. I love to see it's just it was just great to see rich people suffer. <laughs> oh, okay. and that's oh my kind god, of the that point. It's kind of like a baby RL said. Oh yes. Said oh yes. Afterwards, my dad was standing outside waiting, and she was like gathered by the people. <laughs> she was standing by the poster. And she was apparently this is according to my dad. She said it was heavy handed and an obvious criticism of rich people. Well, yeah, which I mean, is she wrong? It is an obvious criticism of the rich people. She is a rich person, which is so I don't know if she felt any little bit of because she's a little influencer, too. So I don't know if she felt like (laughs) irony of watching 
that i don't know be interested to ask her ask her to come on the pod and discuss her yeah i was gonna say maybe maybe but, but here's the thing baby audiel posted on her story uh so yes, good she with the bark so bag. good i know who you are baby ariel i know that you're <laughs> lying <laughs> maybe you she should keep away with this should... you can't and I would have gotten away with it though if it weren't for you meddling kids. We should get baby Adiel on this podcast. <laughs> Why do you say it like Italian? Baby Adiel. Baby Adiel, please come on this podcast. Please come on this please. podcast. That would actually be a very interesting perspective and influencers' view on a movie crit- oh, yeah, and criticizing to- influencers. Dude, and we should totally like. If she came on the podcast, we should give her the most artsy movies like possible. <laughs> yes i want to hear what she thinks about tree of life oh dude she would oh, oh my yeah. god Did oh she my god i actually yeah, i really loved her though i watched all of her musicallys i want to i you followed her, her little tutorials oh my god i loved her wow. i got musically in 2016 so i've been around a while on that app and yeah. oh my god Whew. nostalgia <laughs> anyways uh triangle <laughs> anyways. sadness is playing right now at the terrace theater it's fantastic. It it's phenomenal. Uh, it's a pretty long, but it's phenomenal. I give it a ten out of ten, closer to eleven. I think it's perfect. I give it a nine out of ten, just because. It's a bar. Shut that's up. That's me personally. Yes, I know. But so yeah, be warned if you see this. If you uh have a sense of stomach like I, you'll it'll be like another little podcast because yeah. that's what it really felt like to me. Was I was just listening to a little podcast of. Sounds of people projectile vomiting, which is mm, <laughs> really, yeah. really super fun. But I thought it was still really good and worth watching. So yeah, nine out of ten for me. Yeah, of course. So let's and with that, let's get on to um. The let's rest. get on to to recommendations then. Or do you have mm-hmm. any other groovy news you want to say? I don't. No. All right. Let's get on the recommendations. Ruby has the old recommendation this week. Why don't you go ahead and tell the people? Yeah, so this movie, everyone in the world has seen this movie except me. This okay. is like the epitome, like the classic of classicest movies ever. And I was talking to Kate with a K, and she said this was one of her favorite movies. And I was like, oh my God, that sh- okay. this should be our my last recommendation for for Halloween because it's a classic. Anyway, right. so also it's The Shining. okay hang on wait Uh uh-huh i'm gonna have to reject that i watched that movie no too bad weeks ago too bad then you don't i'm not watching it it again you don't have to rewatch are you sure okay i'm i'm positive just say your little if you have your opinions on it then it makes it easier for you you don't have to rewatch it well i saw it in my first time watching it yeah so and you've seen it before so just like rely on your prior opinions okay all right fine <laughs> i just this i feel like that yeah it's like sad to go through a month of horror movies and not do like the most iconic horror movie arguably in my opinion arguably but i feel like th- i mean this is like it's really embarrassing that i haven't yeah, seen this. anyways movie. what is your recommendation oh golly my recommendation i've been meaning to watch this movie for so long it's on netflix it's called creep creep i uh, and it feel is like a, i've heard of that it is a jump scare full movie oh my god i'm not gonna watch i'm well i shouldn't admit that i'm gonna watch every single second of it my eyes will never leave this no will you actually watch it or 
I'll I'll watch it selectively. I'll look okay. up well, Ruby, <laughs> look at got... my parents' guide of it to okay. know where the jump scare. Well, are. it's gonna it's gonna be creep and The Shining. Okay, yeah. I'm fine with that. I actually I was gonna recommend this uh for next week. I was gonna recommend another Kubrick movie. I was gonna recommend Eyes Wide Shut, but that came out in 1999, just uh, on the cusp. Too close. Yeah, on the cusp of um horror so we could have had a double kubrick episode but oh my no, god no 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 we should no nope. forget about creep nope <gasps> 1999 <laughs> old movie okay all right okay. well that's, that's gonna about do it for this episode of the gavin and ruby go to a movie podcast uh our our uh instagram is in the bio so as as well as our uh letterbox um go ahead share this movie's on apple pot or this movie this podcast is on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Uh, go ahead, share it with your friends, family, whoever. If you really enjoy this episode, uh, we got nine other episodes up on here, and yeah, thank you, thank you, thank, thank you. you, thank 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 you.